The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. No, definitely. <laughs> no, no, no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They have all your sports needs. We are 31 days out from NFL and like 22 days out from 23 days out from LSU, I believe. Uh, so, you know, go there. They have How many a- days out from Tulane are we? Uh, does anyone care about We don't it? care about that. We don't care. So, um Go there. They have a late night. They have a late night menu. They have 136 strap beers. They have a 50 foot TV. You want to go there? You're gonna watch LSU kick the crap out of Wisconsin uh, at Lambeau. It's gonna be great. Uh, so go there. The Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're awesome. You should support them because they support us. All right. Our own Andrew Juge was out at the Green Bar. He made the an- annual pilgrimage with the family. I saw the pictures on Facebook and on the Twitters. And lovely Juge family clan rumbling around the green, <laughs> rumbling around the green briar. Andrew was probably like back in the room drunk. So, Andrew, not the, too far off from the truth. So you went. He out, went to go to the went to the away from his family. You went to the green briar and last year, and you had some interesting things to say. Uh, I feel like you didn't drink as much this year because last year your tweets were angry and pointed and really salty. This year, not so much. Um, <laughs> how did the guards and the interior of the offensive line look? Because that's what I care about. Uh, not anger. A little concerned. <laughs> there were times where they were holding up pass rush really well, and I felt pretty good about it. And there were times where... There was a double move that and and Andres Pete and basically, I mean, if you know they can't hit the quarterbacks, they wear the red jerseys and everything. But I mean, it would have been a perfect scenario where Breeze would have gotten demolished, and that was like, and that was like Etabali and Rankins, you know. So if it was like, I don't know, Gerald McCoy or you know what I'm saying, like if it was Khalil Mack, yeah. Khalil, yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, right. Khalil Mack in, in week one or whatever. So, do you feel... I mean, I'm a little nervous. Do you feel nervous. Do you feel worse about guard than you did before you watched the practice? Uh, that's a good question. 
Uh, no, I think it. I don't feel better or worse. I think it just confirmed for me that Lolito and Calamete are capable NFL players. They're not garbage. They're not useless, but they're patchy, and so it, it just confirmed. It's set up right now. The Saints are going to have patchy played guard, and sometimes they're going to do good things, and they're going to look pretty good, and sometimes they're going to make mistakes or they're going to get beat and. Drew Brees is exposed to getting hit. That's Drew a, Brees is going to have to be patched together like Frankenstein by the end of the season. Kevin, that's a lovely. That's well, a get lovely, that yeah. way, Get that Peruvian doctor on speed dial. Kevin, that's a that's a lovely. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys saw, but Armstead was activated from the PC yeah, today. Yeah. So, so I, I, what I really want to find out is like what's going to happen because I, 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 we talked about this. I was really disappointed. Yeah. Has been a tackle for all of these practices because. Now he's got to move elsewhere, and either he's just a luxury backup this year or they really are going to move him to guard, which in that case maybe he should have been playing there all along. But it's going to be interesting to see what this does, the domino effect for the offensive line. Yeah, but Andrew, I feel like, and Kevin will back me up on this, I feel like not totally useless is not the kind of slogan that Sean Payton's going to put on a T-shirt when you talk about the guards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, Kevin, I know you didn't get to watch practice like Andrew, but right, I feel like the hype for Michael Thomas is real. I don't know if it's real, but on the hype machine, he's like double all the other people that have have like they they the the black and gold review they like put it in an algorithm and they calculate it by like how many times they get mentioned on twitter and how many articles they have like he's twice as high as everyone else so the hype is real i feel like though i'm a little worried though because i haven't heard much about anybody any other draft pick they've had like i haven't heard much on like rank rankings or, or like bell i heard a little bit about but Kevin, should I be concerned that I'm not like I'm not like getting like gushing profiles on like other draft picks, and that's a little concerning. I mean, uh, yeah, I, 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 I suppose I suppose more reason to worry than not. Um, but I, this is me saying this. Don't freak out, and I offer this as the don't freak out. Um. Jari Evans, you know, nobody was writing like gushing profiles of Jari Evans when he got drafted and he turned out to be pretty good. Yeah, they called Marcus uh, Colston for, for, fat. For t- exactly. Exactly. Again, I was there with the Colston thing. There was no, like, nobody noticed Marcus Colston. It was, how's Mike Haas doing? How's Mike Haas doing? What's Mike Haas yeah. up to? That's a good point. Even when Colston started week one, I think we were all just like, they're starting who? Yeah. Well, well, I, well I, I've, I've been hearing good things about Rankins and and Thomas and Bell and uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys Lasko. right now, Michael Thomas is the, is the real deal. That guy is good. Oh, man, my pants just got tight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just see it in person. Like, you, you, you see it immediately. There's some guys where they're on the field and – they have the wingspan and the speed. Why did he drop? Like what? They, what? they just go on the field immediately. I was about to ask guy the same is thing. A, a NFL player. Wait, he, what he made him drop? What made him drop? How? 
Yeah, how I did think he get, it was, I think it was college production. I think it was just a lack of production because he had a bad quarterback situation. They had a running back in his Ezekiel Elliott who was getting the I mean they, they had an offense similar to LSU with Leonard Fournette. Like they were handing the ball off to Elliott every Yeah, play. they did it. Their quarterback and, their quarterback was a mess. But like Yeah, and so I I think he had like a forty catch season for, you know, six hundred yards and a few touchdowns. Like he just He's a phenomenal athlete and a great receiver. I just don't think he was in the right offense for him to be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. First round pick. Yeah. Um, Kicker, Andrew, uh, who's looking the best and going to get cut? Uh, I would. They both look good. They both look really good, actually. Um, so you know, last year I would have said that they that. Well, I mean, Hawkins was on fire last year. I, he didn't miss a kick for like the first couple of weeks or three yeah. weeks of practice. Um, you know, and Hawker was just okay. But uh, they they both look like solid veterans to me. So I, I mean, I feel okay. Like whichever one they pick, he's at least going to be decent. Um, but I would say Forbath looks better right now. Does kick does does the kickoff matter, Dave? With the new rule where if you if you don't touch it, if you if you what is it? If you if you if you if it's a touchback, you get it at the twenty five. And Sean Payton seemed to think that's that ridiculous. That would Sean Payton seemed to think that it would be it would it would actually be less touchbacks because teams would be like instead of kicking the ball in the end zone, they'd be like we're gonna kick it short and we're gonna be able to tackle right. him before the twenty five. So do you think that maybe gives Four bath an advantage because he's not great at kicking off. Like maybe it won't matter as much. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I still see teams trying to go for the for the touchback. No, it's well. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I guess if they're looking for somebody who's gonna uh, be able to consistently uh, kick off and have it land you know within five yards under five yards um but then you're going to get into a situation where most teams are just going to let it bounce and probably hope that it goes into the end zone Ooh, don't you da- think that's a dangerous game to play yeah. but don't and don't, if there's a kick that's that's going to land the two yard line 
and 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 hope it down. Knows how how teams are gonna play it also. So you know, I, I think I think gonna change. Our audio is top notch tonight. Dave is on yeah, his Dave sure. is on his porch. Andrew's got settled in at home, hopefully, and it's not a speaking spell. Kevin, you win the prize as most uh, average audio, so congratulations. Thank you. I eagerly await my shipment of Lee's press-on nails. <laughs> now, wait, are you being sarcastic, or is it actually good right now? No, your, your audio is very poor, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So uh, how, how is mine? Is it? Okay? It's better You're now. Fine. It's better now. It was it was a little shaky, but here's a, Kevin Lance Moore signed with Atlanta like three days ago. Then he retired today. <laughs> yeah, Friday. 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 So he signed. He signed a deal with them Friday. He practiced with them, I believe, on Sunday. Retired. And then today, stole their playbook. Stole their playbook. And brought today it back retired. to New Orleans. And today I retired. Kevin, for <laughs> me and you, for me and you personally on Twitter, how long are we going to ride the Lance Moore? quit after like one practice with the Falcons how long are we going to ride this joke train I'm thinking till at least uh, mid-August at least so here's the deal it is mid-August uh, no it's not it's like the eighth it's not mid-August yet so so, so here's here's the deal uh I have my, my on my mother's side on uh I have a long history of people who get to live into their 90s Did we just turn it to ancestry.com the podcast yes <laughs> so they here's the silent so here's the thing when i'm 97 and on my deathbed i'm gonna ask my relatives to lean in close and i'm gonna say lance moore chose not to stay with the falcons after just one practice, and then I'm going to die. I, I so where I am going to I ride where this. I was going. Ride this till the end. <laughs> I am going to ride this till the end of, and then, and then watch. I'm going to flatline, and then I'm going to wake up again, and then I'm really quickly going to say, <laughs> oh, and by the way, Greg Williams should have double-teamed Vernon fucking Davis, <laughs> and then die. <laughs> so that'll be it. I hope it's better. And then you'll say, Falcon scored two points I hope in the playoffs. They, I hope they, uh, I hope they periscope it. Or whatever. Well, so, or whatever. So did so did Lance Moore retire? He was just oh, from all of the backlash on Twitter and people just hit him. Did, did, did it just force him to retire? No, probably what happened is Atlanta was like, dude, <laughs> you don't have it anymore. We're gonna cut you. You can retire though. I, Andrew, probably is that probably how it went? Yeah, I mean that's what should, that's what Hakeem Nick should have done. Uh, I mean, here's the here's the question though, Dave. Is Lance Moore a Saints Hall of Famer? Yes. Mm. Don't oh you don't you fucking hesitate. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> he had the, he had the catch in the Super Bowl. I guess so. Oh, don't right hand there. me that. You know, I didn't realize that he played for this team for ten. What was it? Ten years or eight years? I always thought it was like five years, uh, so I was surprised uh, that he had actually been on this team for that long. Yeah, he's in. I mean, is the Saints Hall of Fame really like that difficult to get into? I mean, it's getting harder. It's getting harder. You know. Maybe because of guys like Lance Moore. Maybe. Let's... I mean, I'm looking. I'm uh-huh. looking. At, I'm looking at the the all time <laughs> receiving. In team yeah. history, he's seventh. He's not top five. He's Moore seven. is Moore is seventh. Oh, all right. and 
and, and the top five are, are shoe-ins. Colston, Eric Martin's already in. Joe Horn, Danny Abramowitz is already in. Jimmy Graham. So the top he, five, I mean, that, that's but those are the guys he's, he's chasing. He's number five in touchdowns. Really? Yeah. He's number, Devery Henderson is number six in yards. But, yeah, if you go with touchdowns, more is I mean, he's, six, ahead, of, five. he's yeah. ahead of Hobie Brenner and Henry Childs and Abramowitz, who mm-hmm. is a Saints. All right. If you go by catches, he's number five. Yeah. I mean. Ahead of Abramowitz. So, yeah, I, I think if you go based on stats alone, I mean, forget the. I mean, first of all, the end zone celebration, the three pumps thing, the. The skit that he reenacted, I mean, that alone, <laughs> major bonus points. They should just play but, that instead of him giving a speech. They should just play yeah, that Yeah, and, you know, there's the sentimental stuff. Like, I, I think Gleason belongs because there is, like, an X-Factor, like, fan thing where, like, if, if you were a fun, exciting player. And, I mean, he definitely qualifies there. Um, and then you just add, on top of that, the stats. I mean, I think... He's the, you know, and then the two point conversion in the Super Bowl, which you mentioned. I, you add all that up together, and that's all the makings of a Hall of Fame Saints guy, I think. Kevin, I was thinking about this. He had some other really good TD celebrations. He did the thing in London where he like slid into the uh, the pylon, soccer style. Right, that was great. Yeah, uh, he had the key and peel one right. Um, he had another one where he got flagged for, didn't he? Where he did like. Um, he got flagged numerous. He times. got flagged a lot. I mean, I feel like the, worth it. I, here's the thing: is the is his is his three pumps better than the cell phone celebration by Joe Horn? It might be. I feel like I'm going to dedicate a, dedicate a whole column to that during the year. You know, you should. I'm, that sounds like a good. That I'm, sounds like a worthy uh, endeavor. I'm doing. I don't know. I'm, I feel like Joe Horn. Joe Horn was a, a trailblazer, though. I mean, he was doing no, it early. But, yeah, but here's the thing, though. That phone, the phone thing came right after the sharp in the midst in the midst of To and Chad Johnson doing right. incredible things, and they were doing it with like they were like I don't know. It just like Joe Horn doing doing the phone thing just seemed like a guy who was trying way too hard. Now, don't get me wrong. It's it was real. It was good. But compared to those two, it was just like, hey, guys, notice me. Look at me. Look at me. Huh? Yeah. Huh? I'm funny. I'm brash. Pay me I'm money. topical. Yeah, but I feel like Corn pulled it off on the national stage yeah, in did. a primetime game, whereas T.O. and, and Ocho Cinco or whatever, they were doing it sh- every week. Yeah, but wh- – well, yeah, and then, and then the Sharpie a, was – the um, Sharpie, Sharpie yeah, but was this in was a primetime game. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't the Sharpie against Seattle it or was, something? Yeah, it was. Al Michaels was like beside him. I don't know how people remember this. Oh. Or wait, well, actually, Christ. you know what? Wait, actually, wait a minute. I'm trying to remember. Was it? I think it was in Philly then, because it was an open air stadium, and he did hand it off to somebody in the front. So I'm, I'm wondering, maybe it was Philly that he maybe, did it in. I could have sworn you're right though, and it was Seattle was involved some kind of way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> So, uh, hey, there's this it. thing called Google. So, um, before we get to the uh, to the Saints' worst uh, quarterback bracket and wrap it up because we're to the final four. Um, wrap it up. Uh, it's the final countdown. Andrew, the de- the defense was running really well. It looks like in training camp, uh, and they were intercepting Drew Brees a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So my other question That's is: Drew Brees is declining steeply. He is arm truther. Oh shit. I was complete. Okay, I was act. I was. Wait a minute. That 
Really? That was twenty. That was two thousand two. He did that. That's a long okay. time ago. We are old, man. Yeah. So he was still with the 49ers at the time, but it was against the Seattle Seahawks. Huh. I can't even remember what I had for lunch, but I can remember that. Um, <laughs> That's why you can't remember what you had for lunch because you retain stupid, useless. That is not in- useless. It comes in handy, man. Uh, Gosh. But but Andrew, the back to the the Saints practice. Going to be number one in sports bar trivia one. If they still if they still had stumped the Schwab, I could try out. Um, so Andrew, the the pass defense is obviously looking pretty good because Drew Brees is throwing a lot of picks. Yeah. So I feel like we might actually have like semi competent pass coverage in the, with the linebackers. Is that? Is that possible? Yeah, for sure. For sure. The linebackers, I mean, Stupar, Robertson in particular. Um, I mean, even James Laurinaitis had a pick six off the tip ball uh, the other day. So uh, I was impressed with all of it. I mean, I was impressed with their ability of Robertson and Stupar running with Fleener down the seam um, and, and doing an admirable job of covering a guy, I mean, uh, Fleener's impressive. He, he's a tall, long player in uh, person, theory, and so they did a good uh, job I on him. I have been all in on Craig Robertson since they signed him, and my only reason is because the Cleveland Browns do dumb, horrible decisions, and I could totally see them letting him leave and him being an above-average player for the Saints just because Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland doesn't know what they're doing. That's my only, well, that's my only reasoning. I think the crazy now I want to see how these guys do, you know, outside of just practice, you know, because it's hard. I mean, training camp is one thing and the games you want to see it translate. But what I what I find impressive is just the depth, because these last few days when I when I was there and I watched them practice, you got to realize Jairus Bird has missed a bunch of snaps. You know, Keenan Lewis is kind of coming back slowly from this PUP. So he's missed some practices. Vaccaro was out one day. He was back today, but he was out one day. Um, Delvin Bro missed a couple practices. He just came back today. So you had a bunch of guys that were missing, a bunch of starters. And so at one point, they had Ken Crawley and Devontae Harris How's both he starting he's in, on he's the He's part outside. of your bet with Barry, isn't it? Like you, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But so, I mean, I think, you know, you, you would hear that at first and be like, oh, my God, two undrafted rookies. This sounds awful, but they were picking off Breeze. They were sticking with the receivers. I mean, it, it was shocking. Who's it was the, shocking who, to see such good coverage. I mean, Jimmy the, Pruitt is another undrafted corner that I thought was very good. Who's, who's so the, they've really got three guys. Who's the best undrafted rookie free agent you saw? I would, I would say Ken Crawley. Um, I, I would say where, I, was most I don't impressed where did he play? Him. I don't even um, know that. Colorado, I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he's got the size. You know, he's like six one, I think. And um, but you know, those guys, I've been impressed, man. They they've played well. I mean, I don't know if there's something about Dennis Allen's scheme that simplifies things for the coverage guys, but um, they've got a lot of guys in there that can cover. And PJ Williams is another one who has been very impressive. Gee, and, I want know, all of a sudden these guys. Have, I'll tell you this: like Swan is another one who's missed a couple practices. I'm starting to wonder if Swan's roster spot might be in jeopardy a little bit because these guys have been so good that he need, he needs to get on the practice field and play and do well because if he doesn't, they might just keep all these undrafted. It's going to be his swan song. It's going to be his swan song. Man, but they if they 
if they cut Swan, thanks for jumping on that one, Dave. If they cut Swan, well, though, Andrew, none of he, you guys were going to do it. If they cut, <laughs> if they cut Swan, he's Gonzo because somebody will claim him him in a heartbeat. Yeah, for sure. For um, sure. But here's yeah. the thing: PJ Williams looks great. Uh, Brian, who does the podcast on Saints Nation, uh, he's. I want PJ Williams to be great, but Brian will be insufferable on Twitter all year long. I'm I'm ready for it. I'll gladly take it. But he is like the president of the PJ Williams fan club. And well, you know, he he needs to be right on a couple things here because you know he was the president of the Nick Tune Club. Yeah, so he was. If he's ever right about something, <laughs> you can always remind him of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So, so all right. Oh, uh, that's gonna leave a mark. Nah, Nick Tune. Nick Tune. Um, so before we get to the the uh, the podcast questions, which we have a bunch, um, we have the the final four of the worst Saints quarterback bracket. So uh, up first, Kevin is Heath Schuler, number one for, number one seed. Ken Stabler, the four seed. Who you got? I gotta go Heath Schuler. Thank you. I gotta go Heath Schuler. Yeah, I, I gotta. I mean, I, my hatred for Ken Stabler, I feel like, has driven him this far mm-hmm. in this tournament. But um, I gotta go Heath Schuler too because I feel like. The NFC in 97, 98, 99 was really in a like transition. It wasn't that good. And if Ditka would have stumbled upon the uh, the right quarterback or a decent quarterback, I feel like the Saints might have been a borderline wild card team. Like the thing that I could never understand for the life of me is is Ditka loved Keith Poole, who played at Arizona State with Jake Plummer. But Ditka had no interest in Jake Plummer. Now Jake Plummer was a just a average NFL quarterback from day one, but he would have been better than anything Ditka had by miles. And I just Andrew, for the life of me, I can't understand. And I, if I ever meet Mike Ditka, I, I want to ask him this: What did he see in Heath Schuler that no one else on earth saw after he got drafted? Like I just that for the life of me, I'm never. Well, understand. yeah, he was he was pretty damn good at Tennessee. But but he was horrible with the Redskins. Yeah, oh yeah. So I don't understand yeah, like bad. what Ditka saw that was like, and Ditka's like not Ditka's not like Sean Payton where he's a quarterback. I think guru. he was reminiscent. I think he was reminiscent of his college days that he liked him as a prospect. Yeah. You know. So, but that would be my guess as to his answer. So. Um, my my pick is Heath Schuler, and look. You've stated your case for Ken Stabler and done it admirably, but the dude just got into the Hall of Fame. And like as bad as he was with the Saints, and I totally recognize and, and realize that his accolades were outside of being with the Saints. But like I, I cannot vote the winner of this tournament to be a, a member of. There, there are way too many putrid, god awful, horrible quarterbacks not in the Hall of Fame. Um, so, I mean, there's no way Stabler, based on that alone, can win this. Dave, who you got? Dave? Yeah, I got to go with Andrew there. Schuller. All right, so it's a clean, Schuller, it's a, can you hear me? It's a clean sweep, yeah. Man, you sound like a speaking spell, though. So, it's a, it's a clean sweep, right? So, the other, yep. the other one's going to be tougher, I think, is, uh, Andrew, this was number two, Carl Sweeten, uh, number three, Gary Quazzo. Who you got? See, for this one, I feel like if we're going based off, like, impact on the franchise, 
I think the answer is clearly Quazo. If you're going just by sheer awfulness, you can't compete with Carl Sweeten's numbers. I mean, it's just impossible. He, he was winless in three starts, completed 34.6% of his passes, one touchdown, nine interceptions. And if you throw, like, oh let, let, let's say you throw 24 passes and they're all incomplete, your rating is 38.3. His rating was 12.6. <laughs> that takes it. So, I mean, the, the, what's unbelievable is that he got three starts. Like, that they didn't see enough after one like, to yeah, ever yeah. give him the field, let him see the field again. Well, uh, I'm, I'm sure they were the, thinking third time's the charm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm I'm taking Sweeten here. Yeah, over Quaza. I'm I'm gonna take. You convince me, Andrew. Just in the 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 I was tie. Say, how how could you argue against that? Well, I I think it's the thing is with Quazo is Quazo is one of the worst moves the Saints have made. Like trading the away the number one pick in the '67 draft and and not taking Bubba Smith, who was a borderline Hall of Famer for the Colts and was an anchor on two Super Bowl teams. Like that that was a horrible, horrible move. But Quazzo was so bad, like he barely played. And Kilmer beat him out, and uh, you know he's so he's awful. And for me, the tiebreaker is Carl Sweeten tried to sell his playbook. Like that's the ultimate, the <laughs> ultimate tiebreaker. So Ke- Kevin, who do you have? Actually, I, at first I thought Bubba Smith was a hall, an NFL Hall of Famer. It turns out he was a college football Hall of yeah. Famer. Um, and a legend on the big screen. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, fucking Hightower, man. Um, God. God, he died when he was only 66. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> man. Yeah, this, Do I? it's oh, tough. Oh, Lord. It's a tough one. God. It, it, because, like... Everything you say about Carl Sweeten, I should be jumping all over that. <laughs> I should be jumping all over that. But the Gary Quazzo thing, man, like the like, I'm huge on the trade thing. Yeah, and and here's here's the thing. I'm huge on the trade thing and the playbook thing. Like that is absolutely those two things right there. The fact that they that they well the, the playbook the tra- was Sweeten. Wait, the playbook was Sweeten. The right. trade thing was Quazo? Yeah. Yes. Yep. It's so tough. Oh. It's got more complicated for it, Kevin. It yeah. Did. It did. You know, know. And, and here's the thing with the with the uh with the, with the Shit, I'm gonna go sweeten then. I'm going sweeten then. <laughs> I'm going sweeten. Numbers and playbook, numbers and playbook. Yep. Do, do you, sweeten. If you wanna know Clean sweep. If you wanna know how awful we all know the Saints were awful, right? In the in the sixties and seventies and up to eighties and Jim Moore and Jim Fix. We know they were awful. But in the expansion draft, the NFL wanted the Saints to do well so badly. Do you realize in nineteen sixty seven the Saints had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven picks in the top eighty. Nine, if you count round four. They had nine picks in the top 81. And they fucking <laughs> whiffed on damn near every single one of them. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, that, like, think of that. Like, I don't even think the Rams, who, I mean, uh, the, uh, 
the Titans, who traded away the number one pick to get a ton of picks, they didn't even get that many picks in the next two years. I mean, and the Saints just whiffed and whiffed and whiffed. But anyway, Dave, who you got? Oh, I already, I already voted for Sweden. All right, so what does that make it? All right, the final. So I just want to—I I just want to say real quick, Ralph, you, you blasted my seating. I did. Uh, it was—it was the top four in the final four and the top two in the championship. Yeah, I did. I did. FYI, it's you win the that. final countdown. So it's fucking—it was total chalk. It, to, it was huge. It was total chalk. It was. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, this was basically academic. I mean, my seating told the whole story. Except for Ed, <laughs> except for Ed Hargett, I think he was the only one that like kind of no, no. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, he got in the final eight as a ten seed. The only upset really was four Cade. So. Um, yeah. So yeah. final. Well, I'll start with you, Kevin Heath, Schuler, Sweeten. Who you got? I mean, look, he, like, yeah. Heath Schuler, Heath Schuler was bad. The Ditka era was bad. But the numbers that Juge quoted, <laughs> the numbers that Juge quoted, that's all-time bad. <laughs> that's all-time bad. That's like and, Ralph with it. Ralph with his bad arm, like would throw more incomplete passes than that. Well, no, I could right. take a knee fifty times and have a better rate. <laughs> right, right, right. You could take a knee and try a 55-yard field goal. <laughs> this isn't the try. Why would you throw? Ball. Why would you throw? That, uh, that, will, that will never get old. No, it won't. That will never get old. While I'm on my deathbed, that will be playing on the television in the hospice. In a loop. <laughs> in a fucking loop. You're just Kevin. All right. So, so I gotta go. I gotta go, Sweden. I gotta go, Sweden. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, man, I. It's this one is so hard. I feel like. I feel like I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go Schuler on this just because, man, when 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 when. I think Andrew, maybe you, maybe you didn't feel this way, but I really did feel this way. I was, I was excited when the Saints got Ditka's coach. I was like, eighty-five Bears, they got Ditka. This will be fun. He'll win. And then he was like, he wants Schuler as quarterback, and that made me go like, oh shit, he doesn't know what he's doing. And but now is that Schuler's fault though, or are you are you, are you mad at the Schuler? I'm mad at no. I'm just I'm I'm saying I'm mad at quarterback. Are you mad at him? I'm mad, I'm mad at Ditka for bringing Schuler into my life. That's what I'm mad at. Well, but then you can't, but you can't vote for Schuler as Schuler as being a bad quarterback because of Ditka. That's not fair. It's... I can vote however I want, man. This is America. <laughs> as I explained to people on Twitter about the presidential election, it's America. I can do whatever the fuck I want, and I'm voting Schuler. So, Dave, who you got? Uh, I'm voting for Sweden. Oh, what do we got? What does that make it's it? Two one. That Ooh, means Juge wow. Juge decides the entire tournament right here, right now. Yep. Um, well, here's the Which thing. Is good. It would have been funny if you left it. I, I feel I feel like Sweeten is like a nuke w- without any after effects. You know, without <laughs> the like, without you know, it's just like the whole city's nuked, but then you can immediately start rebuilding. You, you know, there's oh. no like years well, of after effects. Well, and, okay. So, so then, so then maybe a safer assumption would be like. 
uh, would be like launching a nuke at the Bikini Atoll. <laughs> yes, like you just yes. Test, like you test yeah. the fire. Sure, sure. Um, and Heath Schuler to me is more like you know Christopher Columbus and his buddies bringing over polio or, or you know whatever whatever they fucking brought over to the United States and killing all of, <laughs> whatever all of they the native... fucking brought over. Oh. Jesus Christ! <laughs> whatever which, they which fucking kill, brought over, which killed all the Native Americans because it, it cost the Saints a draft pick, an enormous salary against the salary cap, and the weight of the. Ec- expectations which we just discussed i mean sweeten was never supposed to be good he was an 18th round pick we he was he was known to be awful and he was just thrown in there because the saints had no one else Schuler was a first round pick a guy that by all accounts should have been good and he was awful and you know small sample size with sweeten three games we had to put up with a whole season of of Schuler and and honestly the statistics are not that different. Schuler put together one of the single the most Schuler worst quarterback seasons. rating. He doesn't have a 12 quarterback rating, but I mean still two touchdowns, 14 interceptions in a year is remarkable. That that is two touchdowns. I mean that's Ryan Leaf territory right there. Ryan Leaf actually so, had a pretty good game one time against the Saints. I am I'm going to pick Heath Schuler. That's my pick. Oh. Son of a bitch, Heath. Okay, so okay, so I feel, like, I feel we like we need. I feel like we need consensus here. We can't take this to to Twitter. This is we this is the do, title game, man. Do we do co-champions or what do we do? <laughs> I don't know. Do do we have like a trusted advisor? Do we make like the the fifth podcast member pick here? Uh, it would have to be. I would. I, I mean, would it be Wang? I say you have to. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody, shoot Wang. Uh, or you right, know, it's up to Wang. Or what if we could do a poll, and that way one person doesn't get to decide. We could do a Twitter poll, and then the vote. No, I, I think I think we need one Saints fan that's been around long enough. Wang. Somebody, somebody, yeah. somebody, shoot Wang a Twitter. How How old is Wang? Wang's old. He's like. He's in his forties, right? Yeah. All right, yeah. so we. That's not that old. We're in our. But he's old enough. Well, no, no, no. But he's old enough to have context. Yeah, I mean, he he's heard right. us talk about sweet sweet and hopefully, and he knows. I mean, he was around for Shula for sure. All right, so somebody fire him a tweet, and uh, we'll get to the. We have a ton of questions. All right, Wang Wang decides the the title. So Wang Wang. Okay, so who's, who's tweeting him? Uh, I gotta read out. Twitter questions. So either Kevin or Kevin, Andy. you got it. Yeah. All right, I'll do it. Okay, right. I'll do it. Uh, hang on, hang on a se- hang on a second. Uh, I'm just gonna. So what? I'm gonna message him and just say worst QB, Schuler yeah. or Sweet. So Andrew, tell him hit the tell him hit determines. Tell him this this this, this, this the decides everything. Yeah. So right. so Sir Gumbo asked. Ralph is famous for his Doom Train reports. Uh, can we get a uh. Hi, can we get a hype train? Uh, yeah, we're going to have a hype Ooh. train. I'm working on the hype train intro uh, for next week. I got it. It's going to be um, a train whistle with, like, dance techno music. Uh, we'll have that ready for debut next week. Uh, so, Come on, everybody. <laughs> and ride it. Choo-choo. Come um, on, everybody. Andrew, this is an actual football question. And ride it. Choo-choo. Does Sneed come close to last year's production, or does he lose significant touches to Fleener and Thomas? 
<laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think Fleener and Thomas will affect his production. Um, I, I think Spiller is going to get more action this year than he did last year. Um, I, I just think there's more weapons in general. I, I think, you know, Breeze had to force the ball maybe – just need more than he wanted to at times last year just because the Saints were so thin. Um, so I think there's just more weapons. The ball gets spread around more. You know, I think he'll have maybe more memorable plays because it'll be like Meacham, you know, where he, he makes like the, the plays he does make will always be an impact. Um, I, I don't think – I think Snead's still going to have a good year. He, he's looked great in practice. He, he had – a ridiculous catch today. Yeah, it was like an over-the-shoulder, one-handed. I mean, it was a circus catch. And I mean, and Breeze th- goes to him a lot. He still trusts the him. The thing is, like, I don't know how much better Fleener statistic-wise is going to be than Watson last year, you know? So... Yeah, that's a good point. So, I mean... Well, well just you wait and see. I tell so, you, Fleener was another one who looked damn good today. So, uh... Dave, Just you wait and see. Dave Payton. Are we not going to talk about how Brandon Coleman was ahead of Snead on the depth chart? We will in a second. Uh, ba- Payton seems very relaxed, Dave, this year. Uh, did Vic? It's the drugs. <laughs> oh my! That was the second part of the question. Well, of course it was. <laughs> we know, I know. We, I, I know how these questions work. They're not questions. Oh, um, let's see. Let's see what else. Let's see what other questions we have. Um. Um, who gets? <laughs> we didn't even we didn't even get a chance to give credit to whoever asked that question. That was from uh, Sir Gumbo. Oh, okay. I promised him this week I'd get to his questions, and I did. Uh, what three things do you need to see in the Saints versus Pats to tell you the Saints will win ten games? <laughs> Kevin, Th- that the Saints will win ten games. What do you need to see? Like, <laughs> no. yeah, like, uh... There ain't any listen, there ain't a goddamn thing that they're gonna show me in game one of the preseason that's gonna make me think that they're winning ten games. There is <laughs> well, well, well what about the first quarter? Starters versus starters. Or, or you know, the first They're not gonna drives. play the whole first quarter. That's usually like they're not gonna play Dude, the first I'm quarter. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> telling you, dream scenario right here. This is quarter. this is the dream scenario, Andrew. Don't they usually play the first quarter in the first game? Yeah, they do. The For, starters? Dreams. They do? Yeah, most of the oh, first so, quarter. Yeah, most Andrew, of it, at least. Yeah. I think it's a good question from Dylan. Here's here's the dream scenario. Second play, Michael Thomas, 60-yard touchdown. First play on defense, Rankins gets a sack. <laughs> and then, well, mine's kind of mine's like that. I, I mean, feel if like you the three things that, I would I'll need be, to see – I'll be all over uh, it. Is a sustained drive where the blocking is just awesome. So, like, good good protection for an entire drive. So, in fact, I wouldn't want to see the big play that Ralph just described. I'd want to see, like, a methodical, you know, 14-play drive where Breeze isn't touched one time. Um, so, good protection. Number two, I would say pass rush. You know, give me a sack by Rankins and Etabali or something. And, uh, and a turnover. Those three. And absolutely zero pressure against Drew Brees. Uh-huh. Dave, this is from Dylan. Does Hakeem Nix being cut encourage you about the Saints receiver depth? Yeah, yeah, it does. I'm, I, should if, we really be worried if you, about it? Wouldn't if you if you watch Nix the last few days? <laughs> I mean, should My we really God be worried about the receivers? Horrible. That's not something I'm worried about. Receiving receivers is. is, is 
uh, probably on the bottom of the list next to punting as far as what I'm concerned about with this team. This, this is from my boy that I always butcher his name, uh, Don Takano. Takano. I think you got it. I think I got it. Andrew, am I crazy? I think it's, I think it's Don Nix. Andrew, am I crazy or is this the first? <laughs> am, I, am I crazy or this is the first year? Is this the first year the Saints in training camp have been genuinely hopeful? The first year the Saints have been? First year in a long time we've been genuinely hopeful about the season. Yeah, oh, no. I mean, I think two years ago. Oh, dude, 2014 um, was crazy optimistic. Like, I, I thought, I mean, I remember saying Best two rock. years ago that I thought this was like a 13-3, and 12-4 and four type team. I was very, yep. very excited. And they looked good in camp. They looked really good. I mean – um, last year I said six and ten because they looked awful. In camp. I went um, I went crazy in '09 when they just dump trucked those three teams, and I was like, "This is di- this is different because I've never seen this." And people were like throwing water on me. So, I but I would say yeah, I mean, remember they got Champ Bailey and Jairus Bird, and and we felt like those were like the missing pieces. Yeah, and they were not. Remember in '14? Um, yeah, you know, they were not. Here's a good question yeah. for uh, for for Kevin. Uh, thanks everybody. Everybody's filled up in the fantasy league except for two people that need to. They've everybody's paid. We're super pumped about the fantasy league. Uh, Anthony asks. Anthony asks best Saints value pick in a fantasy football draft. Kevin. Oh, best. Hmm. Well, go ahead. I, I mean. The one thing I'll say, uh, I, you know what? Oh, well, no, because yeah, every guy I, I think of, every guy I think of, I do that. Like, yeah. exactly. I do that. Yeah. I, I want to say Michael Thomas, but, you know, somebody's going to bring him up way too early and, well, no, and pay 10 bucks for him. Here's the thing, though. It's, Anthony, it depends on uh, yeah. <laughs> it depends where your league is. Like if you're in a league where you don't you're not based with a lot of Saints fans, like if it's at work, and you, right. you, know, you know, they're not going to take Thomas. You're not going to take Thomas. You can get Thomas. You can, he'll you, drop you in can, the eighth you can, round. You can, quote unquote, or Kobe Fleener for that. Yeah, matter. you can you can get Kobe. you can get those guys in like the if it's an auction draft, like five to twelve dollar range. Uh, maybe less, uh, and in the draft you can get them uh, snake twelve dollars. I mean, Fleener. <laughs> if anybody pays twelve, okay, Ralph, you would pay twelve dollars for Michael <laughs> Thomas. You dude, would find a way to pay twelve dollars for Kobe Fleener, dude, dude, and I will find all of the ways to rag dude, on you until I in die. In our draft for this fine mediocre pod- podcast. Michael Thomas is not going for less than eighteen dollars, and Kobe Fleener is not going. He's going to be the first 15. round pick. As, Kobe Fleener is not well, going less than fifteen dollars. Oh, well, auction draft. Anybody can nominate anybody. Dude, they're not going for less than fifteen dollars each of them. I will. I will. That is a guarantee. I'm telling you. I guarantee. I guarantee it. Uh, let's see. I think that's about. Should we, Andrew? Should we be mad? Uh, should we be happy Lance Moore retired three days after signing with the Falcons or mad that he signed with them at all? No, I think he gets a pass. I think if he had played even one game, yeah, I mean, Horn kind of gets a pass too because he was so awful. And I think no, no, that no, no. there's well, a difference between that Horn and like more because of time. No, no, no. But yeah, but he no, stole, I mean, Morton, man, he stole but, seven I'm just saying, million like, off I, of I remember money, two, two things about Morton and Bobby Hebert, Bobby Hebert, Never made the Pro Bowl with the Saints. First year with the Falcons, makes the Pro Bowl and does that fucking Falcons wing thing in the Superdome after throwing a touchdown. 
Morton um, Anderson so, became the first kicker to ever kick 53. That still pisses me off. Morton Anderson. And then Morton Anderson, yeah, broke an NFL record of 350-yard field goals in a game against the Saints. The year after the Saints. Um, so, you know, those guys played well for the Falcons and, and hurt the Saints. And Joe Horn was a joke for them. And, I mean, if anything, I'm willing to give Lance Moore the benefit of the doubt here and say that his signing with the Falcons was malicious. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to close my eyes troll, and believe troll, troll, troll. that – he stole the playbook, or he just trolled them. Um, but you know, I'm the giving him a pass. The tweet of the day was Lance Moore stole Atlanta's playbook and tweeted it, and it was a picture of a garbage can. <laughs> okay, my, all right. I am on fantasy. I'm on or, the fantasy. Or pros. someone else. Someone else said he caught one pass from Matt Ryan and said, eh, "Fuck this." So, Kevin, <laughs> I'm I'm on the fantasy pros auction <laughs> draft value calculator. Kobe Fleener. Pre-ranked at ten dollars. Mm-hmm. So and let me ten dollar, ten dollar. Michael Thomas, zero dollars. Dude, it's a dude, you, dude. That'll change. That'll in a change Saints, after a, in a Saints, preseason game. In a Saints fan-based league, Kevin, you have inflation that would make Venezuela blush. Dare I say that? <laughs> dare I say that Spiller is going to be a late-round gem potentially? Spiller, zero dollars on I'm I'm going to regret saying that. I'm going yeah, to. You I'm are. going to. I, in one of the leagues, Sneed. The, that's the. That's my pick. That Sneed. Willie Sneed. Yeah. Willie Sneed. I think, Sneed. I think Sneed's going to be overrated. Yeah. Willie Sneed the fourth. Wait, his name's really the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Bill. Holy shit! Untapped humor <laughs> potential. <laughs> So that'll wrap up the podcast for tonight. Thanks for everybody with the questions. Uh, you can go to Saints Nation and catch all Andrew's uh, wrap-up of the Greenbrier practices. You can go to Canal Street Chronicles. They have awesome stuff over there. You can find uh, Kevin and me on Twitter uh, blocking people left and right. Uh, oh, so you block. I, I just I just ignore. I block. I cannot have assassination and POTUS in a tweet. With me mentioned, I, I I have I can't have that. I'm telling you, like I don't like I'll let almost anything go, but I can't have people wishing presidential assassinations. I can't have it in my timeline. Is that I know I know I know. Because then you're an accomplice. Yeah, I know because I'm a bad guy because I don't want to I don't want to debate issues, okay? But I'm just like can't have it. I can't have it in the timeline, people. So uh, find us on the Twitters and uh, donate because we, hey. we need to keep the lights running. Uh, but for Dave, for Kevin, for Andrew, uh, I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed. So the audio kind of fixed itself, huh? Mm, probably not. No. I say, William, I do declare this should be a fascinating training camp.